Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Star Wars, Star Wars Union, the podcast. I am host number one, Alex. That is host number two, Jarrett. And we have a very special guest today, and that is owner of Level Up Lightsabers, Friendly Neighborhood, Master Allen. Really glad to be here today. Um, I know, I know and, I'm happy to have you. Uh, we're, I'm happy to have you. <laughs> something, something I don't get to talk about too often because I'm always, I always have to do videos in short form, but this is long form. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not the sole owner. I have there's a handful of people that are close friends that backed me to get this project launched. Okay. Um, and one of those people is my instructor, whom I have known since 1993. Oh wow! And so. Oh. Um, starting the lightsaber training site was was something that was sort of an offshoot of having done samurai sword training. Um, but okay. being able to do samurai sword training started with my very first karate class. The, the martial arts system I primarily do is Shaolin Kenpo Karate, which means oh, nice. that it's a little bit of Kung Fu, a little bit of Kenpo, a little bit of karate, and a bunch of other stuff kind of swizzled up together. Um, okay. Uh, but but the, the person that has been with me for my you know almost three decade martial arts journey uh was also one of the people that had the faith in me to to put money behind me to help me get this launched because otherwise yeah you know, i i would not i wouldn't be here to be talking to you guys about you know level up and the sabers that i sell and the training that i do and mm-hmm. everything else and so uh, now that i'm in this opportunity i shout outs to master joan um and to the the other folks that that helped me get this far because uh, it's been it's been a road <laughs> indeed but yeah so today's topic was basically uh these beautiful things what, what the best lightsabers to start with would be and moving on into like a collector's point of view and um from where i started the very first lightsaber i got was a saber from rebel sabers uh, a initiate series even so it's one of their most inexpensive lines. Um, but I mean, I've dueled with them for a few months now and they're still, it, it's still kicking. It's really nice. It's just, and also the sound quality is great. And also this one compared to my other one has a much smoother swing to it. So it's very nice. And also the color, the, the color choices like most other RGB lightsabers are just fantastic and that's it's just come that's a long cool. way oh yeah in the like yeah. the, the rgb gone. saber world it's it has come in terms of like what features you can expect when i first started level up a lot of these options didn't exist um like sabers that that had the it, they they weren't available and a lot of what was available for dueling were basically flashlights um, which there's there's a lot to be said for a stunt saber because they're easy to repair um, and you can put them through hell. But um, the where we are from a technology standpoint now, the the kind of features that you can put into something for relatively inexpensive is really really high. Um, and Rebel sabers and there's a there's a, a bunch of companies out there that use the same manufacturer that i do mm-hmm. like very there there are a lot of companies that sell sabers um some of them sell sabers from uh, multiple suppliers some of them only have one supplier i've only got one supplier at the moment mm-hmm. um but a, a vast majority of this stuff um 
is all made by four or five companies in total. Uh, and that's part of why uh, not this past holiday season, but the one before, uh, all the lightsaber companies or just about all of them had um, especially long uh, unexpected delays in fulfilling product because so many of them, even if they do a lot of their own work in house, still buy various components from a lot of these factories and the effect that COVID was having in China at that time put huge delays on, on everybody's supply chain. Um, you know, and then we ran into this holiday season with the, uh, with the postal delays that a lot of people experienced. Like I had, I had one customer had to wait 22 days to get a box. Um, yeah, which I, was, I waited, it was almost two weeks, which yeah, wasn't bad. I mean, I still, but it's still apparently I still worked. got still got the product and I still love and it. it. Mm-hmm. And it still works, which is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's funny because I'm kind of uh, notorious for being stupid. So it's stupid proof. I give it Jared's official seal of stupid proofness. Like okay. uh, do, uh, the don't be a Jared by breaking your Neopixel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I broke my Neopixel. I was well, trying... And- <laughs> I was trying go ahead, to go ahead. figure out how it worked, and I didn't oh, no. realize that the LED strip was glued to the tip. So oh, I was like twisting no. it off, and I pulled it out, and I was like, "That that doesn't that something's That's not wrong. supposed to happen. Something just something just broke." And I like put it back onto the saber, and I tried turning it on, and it wouldn't. And I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. And, that, oh, yeah. and, and talking about the, the Sabre market, so NeoPixel is something that a lot of people value very highly. Like that's especially like you found me on TikTok um, and NeoPixel is something that people talk about extensively on TikTok. And I understand why there are things that, it, that NeoPixel could do that an RGB can't. For my purposes, for training purposes, NeoPixel is actually not a very good solution to my problems. And so for some people, it really isn't. And I, I like getting a chance. Like I'm going to offer NeoPixel eventually because there are people that it, it fulfills their needs very well. Um, but for my needs, they really don't. And I was trying to supply a saber to make it as easy as possible for somebody to be my student. Mm-hmm. And so you guys have probably seen the videos where I, I trim blades and use different blade lengths and things like that. Yeah. The, the process I went through to get here, I'm now in a position where it's really easy for me to have more than one saber because that's what happens when you're a supplier. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an instructor, that wasn't a good position for me to be in because if I was getting a bunch of sabers for me to use, then that was fewer sabers I had available to students. Mm-hmm. And so the easy solution for the different types of things that I wanted to be able to do was just to buy more blades. And mm-hmm. blades aren't very expensive and they're very easy to trim. And so rather than buying um, uh, special cut blades from the, the various companies that all sell blades, because everybody does, I'm going to soon too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just like, I get, I get a bunch of blades at one time, especially if they were doing sales and things like that. And then I could cut them to link to what I need. Um, Cause I really commonly use 28 inch blades in a staff format. Um, yeah. 30, 32 inch blades when I'm doing uh what's called Filipino martial arts, which is like a screamo Kali, um, those sorts okay. of applications. And then I like to use, um, uh, I like to use a 32 when I'm doing uh, the Kenjutsu, which is Samurai Sword. 
Um, I put all of my blades ship with a 36 inch blade because that's the longest one my manufacturer does. And there are some people that for sport purposes, as long a blade as you're allowed to use um, is, a, is a really powerful thing in competition because reach is a really difficult advantage to overcome. Um, that's part of why you see in um, uh, some of the tournaments, they'll have like a specials category for anybody that's using like a non um, a non-standard, you know, single saber. Mm-hmm. And so it's everything from, um, you know, spears and, and like pretty much any, any saber loadout you can think of is, is, is ways that people equip in those, um, in that category. And that category is normally dominated by people that are using spear or some version of spear, yeah. because again, it's reach is just so dominant. Um, especially if relative experience is about the same, um, because one of the ways that you overcome reach is with more experience. So if the other person's got the same amount of experience as you, then it's a, it's a much tougher road to hoe. Um, but that's like, I, I know you're holding the XP boost and it looks like you've got it in silver. It's kind of hard to tell through zoom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's the silver. Um, yeah. And that's, and so one of the things I really like about that handle, in addition to the fact that it's got good hand feel like right. that's, if I was, if I was just offering what I use, that would be the only thing on the site. <laughs> yeah. it, would just, it would just be the XP boost. I wouldn't have anything else. Uh, but the problem is if you, if you do that, like some people have different needs, um, but also on things like, um, and this is, this is sort of like how the sausage is made um, on Facebook, the way that Facebook displays products. If you don't have enough products, it looks really weird. Yeah. And, and it also makes people feel a lot more like you're not genuine. And there's, a lot of problems with that in the saber industry. There are there have been a lot of fake companies. There have been um, and I just have a few fallen months. victim to one of them. Well, the, were you one of the people that got duped by Camino? Or, yep. Yeah. Yep, I was. I, was a, I waited and I kind of as soon as I got blocked on Twitter, I said, Nope, pulling the payment right now. I don't care. Oh, I, I I'm glad you got your PayPal. money back. I went straight to PayPal and I said, Give me my money back. Yeah. I, I went to both PayPal and my bank, and my bank ended up giving me the money back too. So my bank took the money back again. Which I, was, I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, I got the money back twice. That's why. I got it twice. No problem. Yeah. I'm like, okay, and that, and, we're good. And, like, that, and the nice thing too is like <coughs> half a decade ago, the the ways that financial institutions protected people from fraud weren't as quick. Now, okay. like if you now if you call PayPal or you call your bank they're going to give you the money back right away. And then they are going to sick their hounds on, you know, whatever merchant is, is being fraudulent. And, um, and, and the, the lawyers of the financial industry are not people I want after me. They are, that is, you know, those people don't need to sleep. (laughs) Those people are not getting billed hourly. They are, They are salary. They are on retainer. They were bored. Oh, and man. now they have something to do. And it's you. <laughs> um, intellectual property lawyers, also people I don't want after me because like, it's yeah, no. it will <laughs> um, But that and that's that's the the XP boost. One of the things I really like about it, and actually you can you can do this right in front of you. So the XP boost is about this much longer than the bonus XP. And there's a that's piece good. on the bottom that you can just take off. And so like there's the end cap, which is your staff coupler, but then there's another piece that that's connected to and you can just take that piece off and then you can put the end cap back on and now you've got a handle that's a shorter length. So if you're doing, especially if you're doing one-handed applications, mm. sometimes that for some people, the XP boost handle is a little bit long. 
And so then you can just take that piece off and you're golden. Um, at the moment, I don't have any of our individual parts listed. That's um, the, the goal for that was originally gonna be, you know, second quarter, but we're, we're delayed on a bunch of stuff. And so um, that'll be sometime this year. I just don't know when, and I don't wanna mm -hmm. promise it and be wrong again. Um, but like yeah. that little that little piece that you just took off, well, the the XP boost is twenty dollars more than the bonus XP. That's it, right there. And if you want to buy that piece by itself, it's going to retail at more than twenty five bucks. You might as well. Yeah, and, and that's that so like every I, time I got this one was because I might as well. I mean, the longer mm -hmm. handle is, it's going to be easier for me to do all of the spinny stuff that I know how to do because I was. Mm -hmm. I remember I had a conversation with you in your comments because I was I was on arm drill in my JROTC unit for yeah, three and, and a half. Yeah, and it's exactly, all the same. It's all the same stuff. I mean, it's yeah. all about mm -hmm. relaxing the upper body and relaxing the wrist and letting the weight and the momentum do the work. And, and, and figuring weight. out where the balance is to help you do that because exactly. it's like the depending on mm -hmm. the object. I need to bring will it spin back because that's really all that was. Is mm -hmm. just like I taking still can't believe you got that folding chair to work like that I, i'm gonna try again i just need to find one that's just a little bit more narrow like that it didn't matter where i held it yeah i couldn't have it mm -hmm. clear my body so it was like it, it just mm. i wonder if you can like go to like walmart and get like one of the like cheap plastic ones i wonder if that one would be I, i'm sure there's something that exists i just gotta find it mm -hmm. right <laughs> and then i'll buy it yeah. just so that i can make <laughs> that video <laughs> <laughs> yeah but when it comes to balance and the sabers i i really like the stalwart i'll actually grab this one since i don't have to worry about oh, the blade. rebel right Is yeah rebel sabers yeah yeah it's it's very like the grip is very nice especially up at the emitter where it has that oh, yeah. little indent so and i can press the... my hand there and then if i ever want to two hand it i can just rest my hand down here and that kind of stuff and the balance in it is very nice especially with any like the three quarter inch blades or inch blades um, which i'm planning on getting three quarter inch blades because the group that i duel with uh, uses the uh, more flexible ones for less pain and such because oh, these, inch these inch blades they don't flex much they don't have as much flex yeah that makes sense yeah um the um and the the seven eights especially for people that are younger that are training obviously this doesn't apply to you guys but if there's mm -hmm. anybody listening that's got younglings um the seven eighths inch blades are also a lot lighter and well, so you can, uh, you can actually old school oh yeah flick out lightsaber <laughs> which and the and the flick out lightsabers are great but like the handles are so freaking chunky right? I, I know yeah. i can't even get my hand all the way i mean i have so i remember being hands, a kid and thinking how bullshit that was i mean it's funny because you look i i gave this to my three-year-old brother my three-year-old brother he is tall like he is he's in the 97th percentile for height that's a big he is kid he's half of my height i am 18 i am five foot six and he is already taller than my <laughs> belly button and I gave this to him, and he's sitting there holding it like this, like and it, and because it's because it's so big, they can't they can't have good control over it, which sometimes yeah. is a good thing. Um, but I, I was able to I mean, get I don't know. He so the, the dogs. Once. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, the the stalwart that you just demoed, because again, yeah. I, uh, uh, Rebel and Crimson and I and a lot mm -hmm. of we use the same manufacturer. Um, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'll talk about some of the advantages of using a reseller rather than trying to deal with the, the manufacturer directly here in a second. Mm -hmm. But that's that's my bonus XP handle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I gave my daughter one of those for her birthday. I, I trimmed the blade down because if the blade's too long, it's really hard for a shorter person to manipulate it because mm. it's harder for them to have the leverage. Um, and if the blade is, um, uh, if the blade is too big a gauge, then it adds weight and the weight makes it harder for them to control as well. And so I went like a seven eighths inch blade and trimmed the length down. And there's a little adapter piece that um, will let you put a seven eighths inch blade in the um, in the mm-hmm. saber, and then you know it's good to go. And so then she gets to do lightsaber stuff with dad, which she loves. Um, I did the same thing with my nephew for his birthday. Um, he got to have That's a little nice. bit longer handle because you know he's he is similarly he's a giant. Um, <laughs> um, but it's but that that sort of that customizability that easy easy swapping is something that rgb gives you mm-hmm. and doing that with neopixels is very difficult so like you told the story of um taking the bottom off of the blade and accidentally severing your led strip yeah. something that people don't realize with a neopixel handle is if you change the length of the blade then if cool effects that you have programmed may not necessarily work mm-hmm. So the, the way that a NeoPixel functions is so the, all the, all the guts, all the electronics are in here. And then um, this is an RGB, but in a NeoPixel, there's three strips of LED lights inside the blade that look, I mean, it looks more or less like, like oh, Christmas lights. It's, oh, I have oh, the is this the broken one? There you go, perfect. Yeah. But it's, so the strips are inside there. Well, there's a certain number of LEDs on the strip. And so the controller, Mm-hmm. tells a certain number of LEDs to light up. And so if you're programmed for a shorter blade and you swap in for a longer one, then you're going to have this dead spot at the end that just won't light up because the controller isn't telling those LEDs to light up because the mm-hmm. controller doesn't know how long this is. And then if you program like really cool blade effects, like a flame traveling the length or certain types of color change or other things like that, do you if you put a shorter blade in, and you don't change any of that programming, well then whatever's happening in the section of the blade that the controller thinks is there, that isn't. It's not gonna happen. Nothing's happening. And so, mm-hmm. especially if you have like, um, there's there's a lot of them that have a flame blade look, which is basically mm-hmm. as you swing it, there'll be sections of it that light up orange and kind of move. So it looks like a sword that's on fire being swung around and they film awesome. They look really yeah. cool. I've seen some of those on TikTok and it's just, wow. And, but if you if you swap to a shorter blade, it looks substantially less cool because it doesn't mm-hmm. work right. <laughs> um, and since 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 blade swappability is something that I value, that was something that like I, I basically as I was looking for manufacturers, and it's obvious that there are a lot of other companies that went through a similar process I did, where it's okay. Here are all these manufacturers; their stuff does these things. Here's what I here's what I want to be able to sell. And a lot of us landed on the same manufacturer because they do, they make really good stuff and they support their product well. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, the swappability, the customizability, that was something that I valued. And so like I basically made a list and this is for anybody out there that's thinking about starting their own business, Sabre or otherwise. Mm-hmm. You, if, when you're looking for a manufacturer for something, you want to prioritize, well, okay, I don't want to just find a random product. I want to know what's valuable to me and sort of prioritize those things and then find the manufacturer that is providing me those things at a price that I think is good, that I, that I agree to. 
Um, and so my sabers, like my list was, because this is what I want my students to be able to have so that somebody can buy one saber and then they can start. And if it's mm-hmm. somebody that wants to be able to become a collector, there are a bazillion ways to go about doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the training standpoint, because as a teacher, what I wanted to be able to do is provide as easy an entry as possible. And so color change, because people, one of the things people attach to really strongly is the color that they want to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And then for you guys who like you qualify as creators, well, if you're a creator and you want to be able to, to do different lightsaber related videos of any kind, well, being able to have one saber that can be different colors for your videos. Cause if you're in the, at the end of your driveway and it's dark and you're spinning the thing around, nobody can see the handle. So it doesn't matter if it's one character's handle or another character's handle, because it doesn't show up. But what does show Mm -hmm. up is the color. And so then you can get one thing. And let's say you're a cosplayer. Then you can do dark side videos. You can do light side videos. Mm -hmm. And you got one thing. And that's that's sort of what I wanted to be able to carry. And that's why I ended up with with who I did. Color Mm -hmm. change was important. Mute was actually the second thing on my list. because yeah. if you're teaching a room full of people and they've all got sabers on and they can't oh. turn the sound off, yeah. it's, really, it's really hard to understand people. It's really yeah, nice I, to have. <laughs> my, my parents have yelled at me a couple times, turn your volume down. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Give me a second. My bad. I have to sit there and wait to get <laughs> loud sound. Okay. Softer sound. Okay. There we go. Okay, we're good. No sound. Boom. All right. But that, and so color change, mute and hand feel. Those were my top yeah. three. And then, you know, and then there are other features that were important. Like I like flash on clash for filming because it looks cool mm-hmm. yeah. and different sound fonts, like being able to do that, that was cool. But the, but the hand feel. Yeah, my, yeah, my second, having, having second nine favorite. sound fonts is yeah. what I think really drew me, especially your savers. Because when I bought my NeoPixel from Vire Savers, it only came with eight or not, not it came with six might have been six yeah it was six and that's, I mean, which i mean I, which is fine but the fact that i can get an rgb saber for cheaper with cooler sounds and I, so how the sausage is made like exactly. we'll do that we'll do that yeah. again i'm i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure vire uses my manufacturer as well and one do. of the other problems is there so the two the two biggest are txq and lgt and their product looks incredibly similar, but they are different suppliers. Mm-hmm. And so there are some people that deal in TXQ and there's some people that deal in LGT. I work with LGT, um, but a lot of the TXQ stuff looks very, very similar because there's only so many ways to make a flashlight. Like, yeah. you know, we'll be honest about it. Um, They're fancy flashlights. But, um, but so the, the electronics you got from Vire are the older electronics. So at the time that you bought, that was the new electronics. Now the new electronics has nine. Odds are in a couple of years, maybe not even a couple of years, it might be sooner than that. It'll be 11 or it'll be 12. Like that's, yeah, it's, I, you know, I, they- I bought the Virusaber Saber about a month before I bought the one from you. Well, and that, that might be, then that's probably a function of what they had on st- in right, stock think, and on hand. I think, I think that was like just that, kind of but. what their deal is, is with their, 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 the, they call it the EcoPixel. So it's the non-profi board. Yeah. yeah. NeoPixel. It's just the, which I was like, I don't want to spend $500 on a light saber. I want something that looks cool. And then I went and yeah. broke it. So, I mean. 
the lightsaber is laughing at me. Well-timed <laughs> sound effect. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I'm going to have to figure uh, out a way how to amplify that. I'm going to go back and edit that. Future me, remember so you just you just you just sample it and then you yeah. can and then yeah. that can that'll yeah. that'll be an episode four somewhere it's dropping it it'll be great although i think my favorite sound font with the voice lines is obviously obi-wan's lightsaber because i have the high ground yeah it's <laughs> it's it's such a wonderful thing to be able to like have right before you're gonna pop off this morning too right like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i love the sound so the first one i got um so the first core had a bit of an issue um mainly it was the battery connection and the red uh connection if you ever saw my tiktok on that yeah um it was let me open up this one um now is this one is this one mine or is this one somebody else's uh this one is rebel sabers um Got i don't it. have i don't have one from you yet and i really oh. want to get one I, I really want to get one next time i get money i, I want to send but you yeah. a sticker oh, he's got yes. a shirt i'm not i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that you know two of these things are like the other but <laughs> but yeah anyway um <laughs> so the, out. I am. come on alex but but Get the first but the first stalwart I get, uh, I got, um, I had it for about a month and a half, and I started experiencing issues with the core. Um, and I think the reason was you made a TikTok on this actually, Ellen, and that was uh, the blade being slightly away from the core because if you have uh, it on the core, mm -hmm. it's gonna shock the core. And I, I watched that. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. So um, since then, I've been keeping the blades just that small bit away from the core. Just give it a little bit of space. And yeah. the and that's one of the reasons I was working with somebody for a little while that wanted to make a saber cane. Mm. And one of the one of the things that is a limitation is like if you're basically if it's getting the if the LED is getting that impact over and over and over again, mm -hmm. it'll crack. It'll fracture. Um, yeah. And so you can crack your lens or a couple other things like that, and then. Mm -hmm. Um, if you experience, especially like, um, uh, I've had it happen with a couple of different sabers where if I'm practicing tosses that I'm not exactly ready for and it'll, and it lands straight down. Cause then there's just so much kinetic energy that'll go straight up into the mm -hmm. electronics if you don't have that space. Um, and that was, that was actually where I realized that that was, that was something I needed to start doing. And so the XP boost again, and I, this is the. The content of that TikTok you just referenced. Yeah. It has the two screw points that are pretty far apart. And so it makes yeah. it really easy to keep a space between the top of the LED and the bottom of the blade and yeah. have the blade be really, really secure. And the bonus XP has two, but they're a little bit closer mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Um, and um, one of the things that you'll experience, especially if you do do stuff yeah. with a lot of catches or when you switch to your, um, your dueling group, always, 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 always bring a wrench with you because yes. your screws are going to loosen up in the process of yeah of, of dueling yeah um, and it's absolutely worth let me see which drawer it's in now because i just uh i just inverted the arrangement in my garage for spacing yeah. <laughs> it's in a box i haven't gotten it back over the tool but, but yeah. tool, uh, the tool table yet but you get it's yeah. spend 40 bucks get in a get in a, an electric um like a little electric screwdriver oh. and it's a two millimeter wrench and it's just it's because they're 
they're not that expensive and it just makes everything go faster mm -hmm. if you like, yeah. especially if you're dueling because like you want to be able to get everything working again and back together as quickly mm -hmm. as you can but yeah something i've definitely experienced with my lightsabers is that both cores are different even though they have the same manufacturer and such because mm -hmm. this one doesn't have as smooth as a swing as this one and the newer the newer electronics it's really good yeah. it's like it's really good yeah this one um has the clear case on the core this one has the white one um and i i use i actually use this one uh for the first time in dueling today i also wore armor for that uh the armor i purchased recently because i needed to yeah. break it in i needed to break it in and for being That's, and it's fun <laughs> oh i loved it i was the only person with armor and some people wanted to say we have to hit him in the soft spots for it to count like no if you hit me you hit me and like no no but uh, you're not you're not mandalorian you're not wearing best card you're just like, i have to do best stuff hand. tomorrow guys yeah <laughs> but yeah um but yeah it, i have a lot of fun with it and especially um with this lightsaber having a more there we go having a more fluid swing to it compared yeah. to this one, I actually have to put some oomph into it. Here, let me. Yeah. And the sound quality is also a tad bit different. Right, because the speaker is different. You'll actually notice if you look. Yeah. So the older speaker is black. Yeah. And it'll have, it's got an outer ring and a center ring. The newer speaker is, it's silver. Yeah. And it, so it's got a, it, it registers the, the deeper yeah. like, sound range is a lot better. Yeah. Um, and so, so like the, your, your sound ends up being a lot clearer. Yeah, like with my older one, it can hardly handle the dark saber sound. Uh, that one's it, rough. It's that just, I, it's it's ooh. so it's so like it distorts this this speaker a lot. And then with, with it this distorts one, my ears. I hate that sound. <laughs> yeah, I know some I, people really love it. God, I hate that. Yeah, sound. I'm not a huge fan of the dark saber. I don't even right. I love the dark saber, but just the font, there's kind of. I the love this. Yeah. I love it, go ahead, but go I ahead. can't. I love it, but I can't use that sound. Yes. Although my favorites, my two favorite sounds are the Cal Kestis lightsaber, which is mainly. You just really like that one. Yeah, it's just a. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's like and, it's all the and all the all the stuff to the font is really good. That one's yeah. I, that one's the one I use most often. That one in the Kyle. Yeah. And um, my second favorite is. It's definitely Vader, but yeah, it's just it's just a nostalgic feeling. But well, and this the startup sound is great, and that right? yeah, it's because there's it's like there's the there's a sharpness to the initial sound yeah. before, it. and so it's like that that startup sound because it's Darth Darth Vader is a horror movie villain. Yeah, he is right like that. It's all there's in. that Rogue one. All I need to say, <laughs> and and it's the way that you know jason has his music or freddie has his music or whatever you know and there's there's sound effects that go with those villains that lightsaber ignition for vader like that's that's, that's a part of it it's it 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 the sound cuts but it doesn't cut like the dark saber where you hear that like that that high pitch then it's like ah oh, that's unpleasant that's nails on a chalkboard vader's it like it it cuts through silence and so it's you got that the depth of his oh, you got the depth of the breathing yeah. and then 
the sharpness of the sound, like those two things together, it's it's a brilliant, like a, a brilliant piece of film construction. Mm -hmm. like when you really think about it, the way that yeah. those things contribute to just make him terrifying. Yeah. Like, and the way they did it in Rogue One is just oh, oh they so gave good. him they gave, they gave him the justice he needed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the same, I feel like they did the same with Luke when he was fighting the Dark Troopers. There, yeah. there are a lot of shots when you, um, and there are a bunch of people that have done these edits where you see parts of it side by side, where they yeah. intentionally mimicked um, the Vader's like stances and some mm -hmm. other things like that. So the, like there's intentional parallels there, which I thought was really great. Yeah. Um, I also, also another thing about lightsabers, sorry for derailing that. It's okay. Um, yeah, I'm um, talking about Star Wars. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. But the Count Dooku <laughs> sound font compared to the Darth Vader sound font, Count Dooku's is just a tad bit up pitched, and the saber, the saber clash and saber lockup are just different sounds. It's not much difference, but it definitely brings a variety into that specific sound. Yeah, and they're all I, and they're all really unique, and which mm -hmm. is one of the things I really appreciate about the company. Um, so, like in the nine sound font, you have the um, you have the the Ray Skywalker. Yes, which is I, the which is the sound for the saber that she makes that we see at the yeah, end of the Skywalker. You have uh, something there's the dark saber, but there's there's a second um, there's a second ray sound. Originally, I thought it was Palpatine, um, but it's actually the the dark ray, the staff saber. It's uh, that ignition oh, sound, and it's that sound. Oh, is that what so the, the, so the is? Okay. Ooh. So, but yeah, the that ray sound, I love it. Well, it's got because it's got like this this ghostliness to it, right? Like the yeah. the ambient. I I, re I I really like the way that that one sounds, just sort of on its own. I don't. It's I like the oh, Calcastus yeah. better. Like that one's Calcastus and Kylo Ren are my two. Those are the two I use all the time. Yeah, I um, like the Leia one too, but it's just after a prolonged amount of time, it's just like. Eh. And the the to me, the Leia, the Kenobi, and the Luke are really really similar, mm -hmm. um, and they're close enough together that like you can the a lot of the other ones you can you can really tell the ambient apart. Um, those three, and part of this is because I'm almost forty. Your ears are different than mine, um, but the mm -hmm. the Kenobi, the Luke, and the uh, Leia are like the ambient to them is really really similar mm -hmm. um and so like for the most part i choose other ones because just they just feel distinct by comparison yeah um that said i actually had an affiliate side note are you guys affiliates yet we gotta have that talk we'll do that after we're done okay. um, <laughs> um i have an affiliate and and we'll talk about what affiliates are here in a second for all mm -hmm. the folks at home um that uh got my my handle the general which is based off leia's mm -hmm. um uh and posted a photo to her twitter which hamill himself likes the photo and her twitter popped off for like a solid two days mm -hmm. <laughs> because of having having that saber handle and the especially talking to her and everything else because i haven't released that on the site yet um but she and i had a wonderful conversation she's actually also got a podcast um mm. But she and I had a wonderful conversation. She talked about um, a whole lot of different things, but also like just how important 
seeing Leia the Jedi was to her as a, as a female Star Wars fan and like and how big a deal that was and because of being connected to Star Wars for such a long time because she goes back to you know she goes back like I do um and so I was like all right I don't I don't know when I'm gonna have these on the site but let's let's get to one so that then when they get on the site you can be like hey you should get one of these from Level Up Lightsaber and, all that stuff. <laughs> um, and then um and, and her Twitter exploded um but uh, the way that affiliate programs work, folks at home, this is for you. Podcasters, this is for you. Um, manufacturers, products, and all kinds of things. Affiliate is basically this. You, most of the time they're free. And so you sign up through the company that's selling a thing. And then you may have a special code or you may have a unique link. Most of the time you have a unique link because it's the easiest way for it to, to stay honest. And on your podcast page or your social medias or, or whatever, your, your affiliate link goes there so that any of your fans, they click the affiliate link and then they go. And if it's a product that they're going to purchase, they buy it. And then you guys get credit for the sale. And it works like a commission sales job, mm-hmm. except it's, uh, it's also a way for like a business like me to, I can, I can take my business and help support your podcast mm-hmm. and I get to make some money. But you guys also, like the, the way that our affiliate program is set up, the, the margin, I give you guys a bigger chunk of it because I didn't have to work to get somebody to make that purchase. Mm-hmm. And so, as, especially like you guys are in episode three. Well, it, it's time to start thinking about this. You can Google search affiliate programs and anybody that's watching that also has a podcast or is growing on social media, this is it's worth your time to do. Look for affiliate programs that are things that you are interested in, that you support, that you like what they do, or you like how they work, or you think they're valuable to to people. And normally, because it's free to sign up, you can, you find the ones that are important to you. Uh, And here on TikTok, we see people with link trees and um, beacons, and there's a handful of um, uh, things that allow you to take one link onto your social media profile that then bring people to a collection of links. And so whatever your affiliate programs are. I have a a link tree in mind that links to uh, the Star Wars Union Discord, which uh, I don't know if Alex told you about it, but we are- I don't think I'm in your Discord yet. We need to do that. No, oh man. Yeah, Um, so we, so (sighs) when we, me and him first met, it was after his lightsaber broke and I reached out to him and I said, hey, I was planning on just doing a lightsaber giveaway when I hit 5k. It was literally just that. And I'm that's how we met. (laughs) Because because of this, I'm gonna boot, I'm gonna send you a a mystery saber from Dark Wolf Sabers because and it should be coming in soon. It's some point. I I I bought I paid for it last week. They took my money. I haven't gotten the shipping information yet. The the same thing happened when I got mine. But that's that's and and especially for smaller shops, that's pretty common because like for me my i don't i don't print this the shipping label until i'm going to box the product right and so sometimes that might be a couple of days and so until i print the shipping label there's not a shipping number to send to you the customer right and so sometimes you know somebody will make a purchase and they'll get a shipping number within two or three days um but other times it'll take longer than that when i um like when i went viral in december there were a lot of people that waited a very long time to get a shipping number because I, I had to wait a very long time to get product. 
Yeah, so I was like, yeah. I was ordered like three fifty eight or something like that. Oh man, Jeez. right in there. So that was right after you. Blew yeah. Up. Well, and and keep in mind, like somewhere in the neighborhood of the first hundred, like so, like three fifty eight makes it sound like a whole lot of lightsabers. Somewhere in the first hundred was all the testing. Yeah. Because every time, every time somebody like if they if they put a product in the cart and it stays there long enough, it gets a number. Mm-hmm. And so, like three fifty eight makes it makes it sound like yeah but it was it was like especially was, at that point right like it was right after you like started to blow up and i was like oh ooh, it's gonna be a little bit which is fine which is fine i know i'm getting a quality product i know that obviously you're awesome i'm just gonna put that out oh there. yeah you are, oh, thank you and i'm findable you are one of the people that yeah. that most star wars fans should strive to be instead of being the gatekeeping community that we are which Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate but you know it happens in every community we just have to learn how to get past it Mm -hmm. and Um, and we do stuff like this where we focus on the positive instead of fixating on it exactly you always you can't be a pessimist because if you're a pessimist then what's the point yeah and also like you know like there there are a large number large number of people in in fandoms in general like we don't it doesn't we don't have to make it about the star wars fandom but fandoms in general that if there's something they don't like that's that's the only thing they have conversations about in their fandom Mm -hmm. and then and then that makes it not just frustrating for other people that share their opinion because then they you know they collectively they magnify their negativity um but for people that enjoy it it's like they can't talk about what they love without being told that somebody else hated it and especially with especially with art like there's there's going to be people that don't like the same stuff. I just did that video less earlier this week, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like you know, like there's there's people. I'm going to uh, reference our D and D session from today, Alex. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Ooh, to right. So, he's <laughs> back to the Discord. You guys are my kind of guys. This is awesome. I'm so, so glad we, that you invited me. Yeah. So he uh, had he well he made a TikTok about how he wanted to make a Discord server for Star Wars D and D, and I said, hey, I've made Discord servers before. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. If you need help, let me know. And he's like, dude, help me. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, I literally had helpful. no clue what I was doing. So I built the Discord, <laughs> I built the Discord server up. Um, we started playing Star Wars D and D, and and you know, you you Last Jedi is one of your favorite movies, right? If I remember, remember that correctly. Mm-hmm. So you remember the hyperdrive, the the boom. Well, uh, our party was uh, cornered by three Sith dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. And I play a Mandalorian scout that also happens to be force sensitive and I had the bright idea of turning myself in aka I was going to strap as many explosives to my fighter as I could and um, line the ship up start the hyperdrive and pull the ejection as fast as I could to get out if he, if that he seems pass, like it wouldn't work I rolled a nat 20 it did I rolled a nat 20 I'm really lucky <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> the dice say I can do it. <laughs> but it was I told crazy. I told him to make threw me through space, and I was like, I, "Oh God!" Yeah, I told him to make a dexterity save. He rolls a nat twenty. Well, shit. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, and, but, yeah. but that's and that's the other thing too, because like there are there are a lot of people that will hear a tabletop role playing story like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that wouldn't work because reason, or they shouldn't let you do that because reason or whatever. Who cares? It's the whole, the it, whole point is to have a character that you are pretending to be 
doing awesome stuff. Exactly. I got, like, my character got slapped point. by his mom. I mean. <laughs> also, if you didn't know, Darth Corvus, the big bad guy of Star Wars Union, is a Gungan. Yeah, he's a Gungan. Yeah, yeah, we found this out not that not today's session. We're we're sitting there. Uh, my character was sitting on the ship, and because he's force sensitive, and because he's learning how to use his force abilities from the Jedi yeah. party, and yada yada yada. Uh, the two story, Jedi don't pass out. I passed the hell out because I my character was drunk on the ship, drowning in sorrow because most of his family is dead. Because you know Mandalorian. Because and D and D. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give him kind of that Anakin aesthetic, kind of like, mm, yeah. to the dark side. Maybe I won't. Who knows, right? <laughs> I'm a sad boy, and I have sad boy feelings. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but he was sitting there. Bail Costume's dead. Passed out. The other two Jedi are sitting there talking to Darth Corvus, and he pulls his hood off, and he's a pulls his hood back. Gungan. He's a Gungan. <laughs> they go tell the other Mandalorian in the party, and just laugh. also. The companion droid of this party is an HK unit that has had a complete moral change. Mind you, this story takes place 1500 BBY. HK units were very popular in three th- around 3000 BBY. So HK is pretty old. And Jared and I have made, um, have done one shots with HK in them in era of the empire. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's, cool. He's over 3,000 years old. Yeah, so and- I, 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 I run, run one shots, and I, if I'm being completely honest, I had zero D&D experience coming into this. And he's I, doing phenomenal. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar, because this is a, a, this may be a generational thing, but maybe not. Like it's, it's always hard to tell what nerddoms people are in, and I never want to make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. And so, like, it's you have your own Marvin. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like you know, That's from a personality standpoint, is. I don't know, but like, you have your own Marvin. <laughs> yeah. HK is Marvin. <laughs> yeah. So HK went through Revan, the events of Star Wars Union. Are we including him in the Three Dragons campaign? Um. He, he maybe. Okay, so you might be on another not? at that point. Like, no, he's your mascot. Actually, yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah, yeah. HK is the mascot. <laughs> yeah, um, I've had him. I had him survive Order sixty six. He was uh, he was under a uh, rest, uh, restriction for seventeen years. Yeah. So he was he and he had a clone trooper stuck in his hand the entire time, because the clone trooper shot at his Jedi. <laughs> Who was played by my wonderful girlfriend? It was a very sad session. It was very sad because she hasn't seen Star Wars. I've been trying to get her to watch Star Wars, and that was finally what got her to want to watch Star Wars. Was she was crying after that? I'm like, you think that was bad? Just wait till we get done watching Clone Wars and we rewatch Episode Three. Like, but yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. He also helped. He he grabbed an Inquisitor by the mouth and shoved a lightsaber through his back. Yep, literally just. <laughs> and this is what this is what RPGs are for. Yes, it's, it's like it's so utterly random that it works. Like well, HK but also 70... like <laughs> it's you have you have stuff like this. You have HK where it's like you have this character that it's like you know what we're just gonna make a canon. This dude's been through everything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and and also My own... you know things like because you're not gonna like 
anybody that imagines themselves in the Star Wars universe or the Batman universe or the Spider-Verse or whatever, like nobody wants to be just somebody walking down the street drinking a coffee. Like if you're if if you're gonna play a video game, you want to be a superhero. You don't yeah. want to be somebody carrying a newspaper. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, or scrolling their phone waiting for the bus. Like that's not who you want to be. That would oh, be a boring video game. You want to be the guy that blows stuff up. I mean, yeah. that was that was my whole idea behind these, my character. I mean, mm-hmm. blowing stuff up left and right, even though he's completely socially awkward because that's just the way I made him. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so. But good I'm going to use this Volkswagen as a weapon. Yes. Yeah. Also, I'm going to stab this guy with a chair. <laughs> how are you going to accomplish that? Chairs aren't very sharp. I'm going to stab him really hard. That's what like, <laughs> <like> Helen. Yeah. <laughs> my my dad is in my campaign and he's playing so we have two mandalorians and two jedi in this campaign so everybody gets along great yeah surprisingly yeah we do surprisingly yes um and they're currently on mandalore characters can yeah they're currently on mandalore that's fine that's fine uh the mandalore which is a non-canon mandalore said you know what if you like them i'll make sure they're not hurt yeah, so, the advantage of my character's background but, being Vizsla Clan Special Forces. Well, and also that's the like if there's if if there's a game that the game that you want to play in the story you want to be in, mm-hmm. you you can you can find story ways to not have to deal with problems that aren't yeah. gonna be fun for anybody. Because if you have four if you have four players that want to play characters that would be in conflict mm-hmm. because of some reason but you want them to not be in conflict so that you can have a different kind of story. Yeah. That's, that's super easy to just like, you can hand wave around that. You don't have to, you don't have to fixate on having your characters solve problems that you don't want to have to solve. Yeah. And that's, and that's one of the things that these are for. I'm, <clears throat> I'm very grateful for a D and D group that I am in. Um, we actually are, are about to dabble with the, the star Wars um the the star wars build i'm going to try my hand at a guardian we'll see how it goes oh uh, yes he's, he's a he's a scout guardian because multi-class um so and i know i know we're we're pretty close to the time where you guys like like i don't want to yeah. i don't want to be oh right, yeah yeah um speaking of that we should wrap up the video to, or wrap yes. up the podcast for today um for all of you who are listening and or watching whatever you're doing thank you so much for sticking with us for however long we've been doing this a few months now and thank you so much to our special guest today and do be sure to check out his shop and all that other kind of stuff links will be in the bio youtube video or the description of the episode of the podcast yes and be sure to follow him on TikTok at Level Up Lightsabers. I'll throw that also in the descriptions of everything. Email yeah. Titles. Hey. <laughs> Links for all the things. Yes. Links, Links for everything. For all, things. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, as usual, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank yeah. you for listening and watching.